All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. We got so much. Uh, the news is voluminous. It is massive. It is almost impossible to keep up with, and I'm, I'm like, working up to the last second trying to, you know, get, get everything, you know, worked out for the show today. By the way, Governor Ron DeSantis will join us. Uh, Dr. Stephen Quay, Quay will join us. Uh, this guy's been calling, you know, out the origins of COVID from the very beginning, uh, only to be, you know, called like everybody else, a conspiracy theorist again and again and again. Uh, we're going to play a lot of the sound uh, later in the program today that will prove our point yet once again. Um, every one of you should be mad at all of this. Every American should be mad at all of this because you know what? We knew in the early days when the, the flurry of emails with Anthony Fauci, high-ranking members of the NIH, and late-night text emails, whatever they were, going back and forth, uh, they were scared to death that, the, that it would become public that the NIH gave the EcoHealth Alliance uh, monies that they also spread out to the Wuhan Virology Lab. You know, we, we now have on the one hand, we have the White House finally admitting the obvious, and that was that COVID-19 was, in fact, developed by Chinese scientists at the Wuhan Institute of Virology through gain-of-function research. Uh, the only people that are taking issue with it is John Kirby. I'm sorry, not John Kirby, Jake Sullivan, and Corinne Jean-Pierre. They're the only one. Well, we're not really sure yet. No, we're pretty sure now because the Biden Energy Department confirmed it and the FBI has confirmed it. You know, what do you want it on a silver platter? You know, we knew from the beginning that they did gain of function research at the Wuhan Virology Lab. We knew that they did coronavirus research. No, but it likely came from a wet market. No, it likely did not come from a wet market. And then the communist Chinese, they lied about it. The most damning thing they did, I keep repeating this, nobody seems to remember the first travel ban. The first travel ban was the China travel ban, which prevented people in Wuhan province from leaving the province and going to any other part of China. And if you were in any other part of China, that ban prevented you from going to Wuhan because everybody in Wuhan was getting sick. But that they did not prevent the people from Wuhan from traveling to Italy and Europe and the U.S. and all over the world. And therein lies, you know, the beginning of a massive pandemic that took millions and millions of lives. It's in America and the world's best interest to understand how this happened so we can prevent it from ever happening again. You know, these things get very, very complicated you know, in a, uh, for example, Dr. Quay will join us later in the program, points out that gain-of-function research, what you have as a microbiologist can increase how lethal a coronavirus in this case is enormously simply by splicing a special sequence into the genome at a prime location. Now, when they do that, that leaves no trace of any manipulation, but it does alter the virus spike protein. How often have we heard about the spike proteins being the problem for many people that created that, that storm within the body, the, the, the cytokine uh, storm within the lungs of people, and that's what ended up killing so many people. I mean, that's where it happened. It was all related to the spike protein. Anyway, then that renders then it easier for the virus to inject genetic material into a victim cell. Since 1992, there have been at least 11 
separate experiments, adding a special sequence to the same location. The end result has always been a supercharged virus. And by the way, there was even that that email that to Anthony Fauci very early on that said it had all the hallmarks of being manipulated in a lab. But that didn't that didn't stop them. And then what did they do? People like, oh, uh, Senator Tom Cotton and Senator Rand Paul, they were brutalized over this. And Rand Paul, every time we had him on TV last night, every time he went after Dr. Fauci, you know, people in the media, the mob, they would get mad. They'd call him a conspiracy theorist uh, when same with Senator um, uh, Cotton. He was b- being smeared as a as as a conspiracy theorist. You know, if, if you dare to talk about any therapeutic because you had nothing to offer people that were really struggling in the early days with COVID. Oh, God help you. You know, God help you if you mention hydroxychloroquine. Well, then the Henry Ford Hospital study came out and numerous other studies came out that showed if taken early, it mitigated some of the impact of COVID. That was it. Not nothing great, but at least it was something you fight with the army you have, as Dr. Oz would always say, not the army you wish you had. The, the one thing that worked the best in terms of therapeutics was monoclonal antibodies. And as it relates to them, they were only on emergency use authorization and the people that stopped that was was Joe Biden. And I'm not really sure why, because they were extremely helpful. Uh, governor Ron DeSantis, who we'll talk to later, he was the, he was the only governor at the time that opened up monoclonal antibody centers. Once we found out that <clears throat> with the Delta variant, that, in fact, even if you were vaccinated or had a previous infection, you can get it again. In other words, they had they had breakthrough cases of covid. Again, that was the exact opposite. There was a piece in the New York Post today, the 10 COVID myths that they dispel, you know, probably at the top of the list, the the big lie, which is if you got vaccinated, you weren't going to get COVID. That's what they were telling the American people. And then they go through their list. You know, if you wear masks, you know, you masks prevent the 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 transmission of COVID. Well, we told you about last week. I mean, it finally came out. Face masks made little to no difference in preventing the spread of COVID. You know, well, now the that was the stance of the Center for Disease Control and Convention. You know, but the first person to say that masks likely won't work was Dr. Fauci himself on 60 Minutes in March of 2020. Then, of course, he changed his mind 15 times on the issue of masks. Oh, no, masks, they're not going to do anything. Um, Yeah, you got to wear a mask. Maybe you should wear two masks. Maybe we'll all be wearing masks in perpetuity, he actually suggested at one point. Anyway, so, you know, we've we've now learned that the Cochrane reviews are considered the most authoritative and independent assessment of evidence in medicine. And one uh, published last month by a highly respected Oxford research team found that masks had no significant impact on COVID transmission. And when asked about this, the CDC director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, who should have been fired, downplayed the study, arguing that it was flawed because it focused on randomized controlled studies. Well, I thought that was supposed to be the the gold standard. Anyway, but that was the, the greatest strength of the review, that it was randomized controlled studies that is the gold standard of medical evidence. Anyway, if all the energy used by public health officials 
uh, you know, their efforts, even two-year-olds on airplanes had to have a mask on. Well, good luck to any parent trying to keep a mask on a two-year-old because it ain't going to happen. And then everybody else on the plane has been so freaked out by the government lying to them without any real information behind it. You know, he doesn't keep his mask on. Throw that two-year-old off the plane. Good grief. And then parents, you know, they have crying kids and just a mess. You know, vaccinated immunity is better than natural immunity. Rand Paul was beating the drum on this almost from day one. It doesn't make sense. Our natural immunity is the body's ability to fight off an infection or a virus. And if your body does so successfully, uh, you can't tell me that any man-made immunity with new technology that had never been used before, mRNA technology, create, by the way, created by Dr. Robert Malone, who on this very show said it wasn't really fully functional at a level that he was happy with, but he said it would be good for older people that had comorbidities that would be more susceptible to death. He said it's better than nothing, but if you're under 60, you probably shouldn't be taking an mRNA mRNA virus and he goes on Joe Rogan's podcast and they beat the crap out of of Rogan then they beat the crap out of Rogan when he got uh COVID himself and he said I I threw everything at it he meaning he threw hydroxychloroquine ivermectin monoclonal antibodies he threw it all and but that was instead of saying I'm glad you're better which it should have been the response how dare him be a purveyor of misinformation. Well, if I'm sick and somebody's offering me some lifeline that may work, I'm a right to choose guy. I want the right to decide for myself. And I believe I'd rather take my own chances and then listen to some of these idiots. You know, remember they said school closures. This is another myth that school closures reduce COVID transmission. Florida schools were opened in August of 2020. They weren't having problems. The CDC also ignored your, the European experience. They kept schools open, uh, most without mask mandates, and transmission rates were no different uh, evidenced by studies conducted in Spain and Sweden. Then they said the vaccine has no side effects. Public health officials downplayed the concerns about vaccine-induced myocarditis, uh, which is the inflammation of the heart muscle. They cited poorly designed studies that undercaptured uh, complication rates. A flurry of well-designed studies said just the opposite, actually. We now know that myocarditis is 6 to 28 times more common after the COVID vaccine than after the infection among young people. We're talking to 16 to 24-year-olds. Tens of thousands of kids likely got myocarditis mostly subclinical from a COVID vaccine they didn't need because uh, they were entirely healthier because they had already even had COVID. I mean, that's the other thing. If you have natural immunity, why were they forcing this on you? You know, the other thing, young people benefit from a vaccine booster. That boosters reduced hospitalization in older high-risk Americans, but the evidence was never there for the lower COVID mortality in young people. That was the one thing that kind of remained consistent, except for the complications with the vaccine, that this was a disease mostly for older people that had comorbidities, pre-existing conditions. And I hate to say it, most people were, did tend, that struggled the most, 
did tend to have obesity issues. And I'm just saying this in the nicest way possible. I'm not attacking people. Um, you know, another myth was that vaccine or misinformation increased vaccination rates. Well, President Biden and other officials demanded unvaccinated workers, regardless of their risk or natural immunity, be fired. And they demanded that soldiers be dishonorably discharged, if you recall. And nurses, the ones that were right in the middle of the of the absolute shift show in March and April of 2020, they put a mandate on those people as well. And the mandate was based on the theory that vaccination reduced transmission rates. That was a notion later proven also to be false. But after broad recognition that vaccination does not reduce transmission, the mandates uh, persisted. And still do to this day, a recent study from George Mason University detailed how vaccine mandates in nine major U.S. cities had no impact on vaccination rates. They also had no impact on COVID transmission rates. They also said COVID originated from the Wuhan lab is a conspiracy theorist, the wet market theory. Well, that got blown out of the water in the last, you know, 48 hours. Then they said it was important to get both vaccine doses quickly. Well, it turned out data was clear in the spring of 2021, months after the vaccine rollout, that spacing vaccine out by three months reduces complication rates and increased immunity. But they didn't tell you that part either or that data on the, you know, the, the vaccine is crystal clear. It's, it, all of this is was government lies. They didn't know the answers and they pretended they did. And many people like sheep. Just listen to the government. Nobody wanted to be called a conspiracy theorist. And that was the left's tactic. If anybody didn't take the standard, you know, lie that they were pushing, they didn't know what they were doing and they acted like they did. Just like they told us Ground Zero was safe. Christy Todd Whitman, just days after the 9-11 attacks, it wasn't safe. And many people are suffering health effects even to this day. Now they're telling the people in East Palestine that things are safe there. Don't believe them. Get an independent study about the water and air. And I would believe independent people that have no, you know, no agenda at all, except for giving you healthy information and doing real science.